Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. If you feel like your life is stuck in a rut, this is the show for you. Welcome to Beyond the Rut, the weekly podcast about inspiring and equipping you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of, Beyond the Rut. I'm one of your hosts, Jerry, and in just a moment, Brandon Cunningham and I are going to have a conversation with career clarity catalyst and human capital advisor, Tracy Tim. Tracy believes that we're all created for a purpose, and her purpose is bringing people back to life at work. Through her experiences and her training in psychology, she can help you unpack and determine what your clarity is in your life. What is it you are purposed for in this world? And then how do you get your career to fit that? So we're going to take a deeper dive into her life, how she got onto this path of helping people find clarity in their careers. And then from there, we're just going to share some neat little tidbits with you as we always do. So sit back and relax unless you're driving. In that case, we need you to stay safe as you're getting to work or back home from work as Brandon and I have this great conversation with Tracy. Here we go. All right, Brandon, welcome back to your own show. And how have you been? Awesome as always. Good. Always. Literally every day, <laughs> I'm awesome. Oh, good. Except that time <laughs> your heart almost exploded. That, yeah, that, not so much. I blame my heart for that, yeah. not me, really. You know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I picked it up on Amazon. It wasn't a good model, you know. Oh, the heart? <laughs> <laughs> the bionic heart. Okay. Anyway, that's not why we're here. Uh, as the intro said, uh, we have Tracy Tim with us, career coach and catalyst calling in from Dallas, Texas. How are you doing, Tracy? Hello, gentlemen. I'm doing great. Minus these allergies, I'm not going to lie. It's yeah. uh, it's a rough day to live in Texas, but, <laughs> but we're making it work. I'll, as promised, I'll do my best to edit out all the sneezing <laughs> if any comes up. So the audience, you will never know. Yeah. We were talking to a guy last weekend, and he was a missionary in China, and he said every time uh, people would ask where other people were from, people would say, you know, America, and it, no matter really where mm -hmm. they were from. But people from Texas always said Texas. That is yeah. so true. <laughs> it is so true. I Yeah, I went to college in Connecticut and lived up there for a while, and I've done a lot of traveling, and it was funny everywhere we went. people And, and everybody in the world knows Texas. <laughs> Absolutely. That's the crazy part. As if we're so our own be like, country, I'm from yeah. Massachusetts. And they're like, mm. I'm like, I'm from Texas. They're like, yes, rodeos. <laughs> yeah. You know, they get all excited. So yeah. have you been I here and there? And, uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Gosh, I remember when I was in the army, actually, and being deployed, uh, the platoon leader I was attached to was from Texas. Um, I think the Galveston area. But anyway, one of the, the, the nationals of the country we were in asked him, where are you from? And, you know, of course, I gave the dumb answer, like, I'm from the United States of America. And <laughs> the guy was like, I know that. And, kind of says it right but here. But where are you from, like, state-wise? And, um, and, of course, when the lieutenant responded, he's from Texas, uh, the, the foreign national was like, oh, cowboy. <laughs> that was his first yeah. thought, cowboy. And so he started asking questions like, do you know how to ride horses? Do you love to eat barbecue? Like all the stereotypes of oh, Texas yeah. came out in that we moment. We all have our own horse. Oh, man. It, like we forgot why we were there to talk to the guy. It was like <laughs> to get some information about uh, somebody who was causing trouble in the village. 
it wound up being a conversation about their favorite barbecue dishes and how to ride a horse and uh, favorite country it. song and everything. And we're like, what, why are we here? And it was like, Oh, by the way, have you seen anybody doing this type of activity? Uh, and the guy was like, Oh yeah, yeah. And, and he pointed and sold the guy out. But anyway, it was cool. So the reason we brought Tracy on had is nothing to do with that story. She's running for governor of Texas. So. That, probably not that either. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, please. Can I, we edit that out? <laughs> <laughs> It's like, how bad do you hate to have to hate somebody to tell them to run for office? Ugh. Uh, yeah, no thanks. Yeah. I'm just going to stick with my little platform and see where I can go with that. Exactly. <laughs> Change the world a different way. I don't yeah. need half the world hating me and the other half thinking I'm great. You know? <laughs> in, in this day in history, Brandon read the wrong one sheet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too funny. But we did want to bring Tracy on for a very yes. specific reason. Yes. Uh, because... You know, some of you are probably struggling in wondering whether or not you're in the right career uh, or you know deep down this is the career you want, but it feels like it's gotten stagnant and it needs new life to it, but you don't know how to pour that new life into it. Well, it turns out Tracy is a career coach and, and actually serves as a catalyst for people to do just that, to bring their careers back to life, to find the direction that they need. And uh, yeah, so that's why we reached out to her. Actually, I think she reached out to us and we said, heck yes. Yes. So that's absolutely. how that worked out. Um, and so Tracy, tell us about, uh, what inspired you to specifically help people identify the career that was right for them? Like, were you going through your own kind of career lull or? Yeah, I will tell you that this business that I'm building and this movement that I'm really passionate about is was born out of a personal struggle, uh-huh. um, as I think most great like entrepreneurial endeavors are. Right, you you see a problem that you experience yourself, and you think, you know, I can't possibly be the only one that's going through this. Yeah. Um, so I graduated college with a degree in psychology and I I loved studying people and behaviors and motivation and uh, but. There wasn't a very clear path to a a job using that. I knew that I didn't want to counsel. Um, I had actually dabbled in um, working in children's hospitals as a child life specialist, and I just don't have the heart. (laughs) Um, Those people are angels who serve sick children, right? Um, That was not me. And and so I was just trying to figure out, okay, if I don't want to be a counselor or a sports psychologist, right, which was the only sort of logical thing given my athletic background, you know, what the heck does a person with a psychology degree do? And I went to the kind of school that... um, a lot of people want to recruit students from. Um, and so it, was, it had a lot of notoriety and there were a ton of companies that would come on campus and recruit. And uh, so we had all of these opportunities, but I realized now looking back at it, the criteria with which I was looking at those opportunities was pretty broken. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was trying to figure out where could I make a where could I make a bunch of money and pay my parents back? Where could I have a job that like, okay, if, if everybody around me is getting these cool, impressive jobs, like what am I gonna do? Um and and because I lacked real clarity and conviction and confidence in what I wanted to do, because I had no idea, um, I just sort of followed the herd. I got on what I call a career conveyor belt now, just something that had a very clear path and and had step one and two and three. And, um, oh, you're going to be an, an analyst for a couple of years and an associate for a couple of years. And then, you know, like there just seemed to be a path. And at that point, given how little clarity I had, I was seeking a path. Um, so I ended up taking a job working on Wall Street. And I worked for two and a half years for an investment bank um, on their sales and trading floor. So I was in markets and I sold uh, 
<laughs> high yield and distressed bonds and loans to um, asset managers and institutional investors and hedge funds and stuff like that. Ooh, let's um, talk more about that. That sounds no. really Oh, dear God, no. <laughs> <laughs> because I'll tell you what, I had only taken two uh, qu- you know, math-related, like quant-related classes in college. One of them was called... Uh, Quantitative reasoning, the pleasures of counting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like literally, like you know, the count from Sesame Street. (laughs) And then uh, the other one was a financial accounting class that my mom forced me to take, and I took for credit. And somehow I got this job, and I get onto this trading floor, and I, I, I mean, literally fish out of water. Like had no idea what I was doing, and and not only that. But I realized that from a behavioral standpoint and from a natural gift standpoint, like I was built for an entirely different environment. Mm -hmm. Like I'd been a lifelong athlete and loved to move around and loved my freedom and flexibility and I'm really independent. And I was sitting for 12 (laughs) hours a day staring at four computer screens and getting yelled at by angry people. I was like, this is not it. You know, like I think I had known since I was a little kid that like a desk job was just not in my future if I wanted to be, you know, any sort of version of successful. (laughs) And yet I had put myself in this environment thinking that that this is what successful people do. Um, And so to really like long-windedly answer your question, two and a half years later, you guys, I was the definition of miserable. It was like on any given night, am I going to have NyQuil to go to sleep or am I going to have some red wine to go Mm, to sleep? Like it was just a stress ball. It was awful. And, and, you know, I knew that there had to be something more, but I looked around me and like every, every older, more senior person than me was miserable or more miserable than I was, right? They were kind of golden handcuffed to their desk. So they were bitter that they were there, but they couldn't leave and didn't know what they would do instead and didn't know what they could do to make as much money to replace the lifestyle that they got used to. I mean, it was a snowball, right? Right. So, and you guys are nodding your heads, right? I I know you get it. It's the classic beyond the rut, you know, yeah. it's not that I'm dying. It's that I'm too well paid, too secure to go do anything mm-hmm. else because it's so risky. And I yeah. love how you put that. It's like the opportunity wasn't there to, cause you're, you're not giving up a, a menial job. You're giving up a very high paying job, but you also realized that you weren't actually living. You were just doing right. the same thing right. over and over again. Yeah. And, and this is a distinction that I make now in business and people really resonate with it. There is a difference between sustainable success and success at any cost. And wow. I was experiencing success at the cost of my own mental and physical health and well-being. And that might, you know, you might be listening to this and be like, well, that's nice, you know, for her to say da 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 da. Well, the reality is, you know, I could do it, right? I was right. doing it. And a lot of people just are are doing it, right? They're just doing what they have to do to get through the day and and they're justifying what they're doing because of the lifestyle it provides or because of the level of notoriety of their job or because everybody around them is saying, dude, you're so lucky or, you know, you have such a great thing going. And, and it, I mean, talk about like the internal turmoil and guilt of that, you know, thinking that I, I'm miserable here. I don't want this, but everybody's telling me I should want oh, this. Yeah, right. And society is saying this is success and, and it doesn't fit me. I mean, 
there's a big um, sort of existential crisis you go through thinking like, is there something wrong with me? Am I supposed to like this? You know, am I supposed to change who I am to be successful? I mean, there's so many things. And I just remember finally hitting a point where I was just toast. Like, I'm like, I'm a shell of myself. I'm dragging myself into work every day. I'm only 24. Like, there's got to be something more to this. You know, shouldn't be over yet. (laughs) I got more to do. So Uh, ridiculous. So I called um, my college career service center and I was just desperate for resources. And I figured like that was the most logical place to go. And uh, just said, hey, I'm two years out. What do you have for alumni? And and honestly, guys, they could have made an introduction to basically any company I wanted to work (laughs) for. Right. They could have put in a good word, taught me how to reword my resume, you know, written an excellent cover letter recommendation or whatever. But they could not help me find the clarity that I was lacking. And at that point, I realized that there was a huge gap in the market for really high potential young professionals in this, in just the career clarity space. And, and that's really when the seed got, that's really when the seed got planted that, that that's something that I, I wanted to pursue. Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now let's talk about how you can use Capshow to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long-form content, like podcast episodes or YouTube videos, into Capshow, and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. Capshow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, back to the show. So going back to when you were feeling miserable, uh, did you notice uh, anything like with how your health was shifting? Was there any impact there? Yeah, it, I mean, <laughs> I, I talk to people about this all the time because I do um, discovery calls with potential clients that that are free one hour. Um, we call them clarity calls, mm-hmm. and every single person that I talk to is going through some sort of mental or physical issue that is directly related to either the stress or the poor fit of the environment that they work in every day. And so for me, it was, it was really anxiety ridden. Like for the first time in my life, I had these like little pains or twinges or like, uh, tingly things going on in like my back or my arm or my neck. Um, and, and I realized I, I'd been probably an anxious person my whole life, but this environment really just like kicked that up to 10. And, uh, and so, and, and it was just all consuming. Like even at the end of the day, it's like all I could talk about. It was all I could think about. And so it, it really gets in the way of your relationships. Um, thankfully I had a really strong practice of going to CrossFit at the time and I had a great group of friends at my gym. Um, so I would go there almost every day, but it was, it wasn't because I like found joy in it or enjoyed it. It was because it it was like the stress outlet that I needed to just get through the day. (laughs) Um, but you know, it, it comes out in probably mostly in just poor habits that, are that numb what you're going through in whatever, you know, in whatever way that works for you. For me, um, you know, I, I really like red wine. So drink a lot of red wine. 
Um, and, and working out was a nice outlet, but, and probably a, a more healthy one at that. But there's just, yeah, there, I mean, we all spend so much money on numbing activities. It's mm, yep. fascinating, like right. going on trips, but then, oh, by the way, you know, by day two, all you're worried about is all the emails that are accumulating that you're not looking at, you know, yeah, it's, right. it's that kind of stuff where we think we're, we're reaping the benefits of the great job or the money or whatever, because we can go to these places or see these things or buy that stuff, but we don't ever really enjoy it to its fullest extent. So yeah, I was definitely experiencing a lot of mental and physical turmoil. And what's really great about your story too, is that's what really built or or maybe opened your eyes to what your true purpose was. And I, I love how you stated that. And in your uh, one sheet, it said, you know, you're bringing people back to life at work yeah. rather than walk around like zombies. I couldn't agree with you more. It's, you know, there's a great quote that I, it's sort of the crux of everything that I work off of is Howard Thurman um, said that, you know, Oh gosh, now I'm going to botch it. No, no, no. <laughs> this a great is the foundation of everything I believe and I can't remember it. Um, it's what? don't ask what the world needs. Ask what makes you come alive and go do that. Right. Because what the world needs is people who've come alive. And there's so many people who I talk to who, who, you know, complain about the symptoms, right? They're like my boss, this, I don't right. see growth. Um, you know, there's a negative culture, da, 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 da. The reality is they're, they're settling for zombie life mm -hmm. and don't realize that there's something around the corner that if they tapped into their nature, if they tapped into what they really valued out of life and work, and, and if they tapped into all of the cool skills and knowledge and expertise they, they've built over time and they put all that together, they could be living of life and a career where they felt alive during the day where challenges were opportunities and not terrifyingly stressful, you know, where <laughs> objectives were set because you, you couldn't wait to solve that problem, right? Where you come home and you gush about what you did that day. There are people that have jobs like that. Oh yeah. There are. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. But when you don't have one, you're like, nah, that's not real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That movie Pleasanton, like what's outside or beyond Pleasant, uh, right. Pleasant Town, Pleasant Pleasantville, I Pleasantville. think. Pleasantville. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, for all the times I reference that movie, I, I screwed it up on this one. Well, it, it yeah. falls in line with anyway. the you're just trying to get through life. <laughs> well, at the end, we all die. You know, we may have differing views on what happens, and then we regret not experiencing life. Yeah, you're trying yeah. to get through something. You're not supposed to get through. You're supposed to enjoy and yeah. experience and bring passion to it. Isn't and, that fascinating? And 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 unfortunately, I think especially here in the United States, there's such a focus on a certain thing. You know, this one vision being quote unquote success. Yeah. Um, and so few people, sadly, define their own version of success oh, yeah. and, and then stick to it and remain happy with it and stop comparing themselves to other people. And that's, you know, that's the ultimate hard thing to do, right? Comparison <laughs> right. is the killer of joy. That's a, I think that's a Roosevelt quote, but right. it's true. It's, it, we're all really happy with what we have until we look at somebody else and they have something different. Right. And it sucks. That's human nature. We're, yeah. That's not going to go away. But but it gets so much easier when you have clarity into what matters to you and you define success for yourself. Right. Then even when you're tempted to look over at your friend or your colleague or whatever and, and want whatever they have, 
physical or intangible or whatever, right? That if you just go back to, well, is that really what I want? Right. But in, until you have clarity into what you want, you will always look at what other people have and find it tempting, right? You'll always compare yourself to other people and say, well, am I successful compared to them? Well, if you didn't take the time ahead of time to do the hard work, to go deep, right? To figure out what matters to you, um, that's never going to go away. Exactly. And you, you yeah. may not even really know what their life is. You know, exactly. people may listen to you and say, well, yeah, but I, that's what I want to do. Well, I, I don't know what your day to day stuff entails. Like, what are the things that really cause you to struggle or stress or, or play your own comparison game? So we always kind of think, well, I wished I was like them, but you really don't know the whole story. You, chances are, you know, at best 10% of the story. Now, if they're really close to you, they may know like 50% of the story, but they still don't know the internal stuff. No, and you're so right. we ourselves to people, we don't even know the whole story. You know, I wished I lived there because they never have these problems. Well, it's because I don't tell you about those problems that I deal with for whatever reason. And so we compare ourselves to things we don't even fully understand. And that's a killer every yeah. time. <laughs> uh, now, if somebody wanted to reach out to you to get one of those clarity calls, uh, what's the best way for them to reach out to you for that? Yeah, super duper easy. So tracytim.com is my website. And the clarity call booking page is just tracytim.com slash clarity. So T-R-A-C-Y-T-I-M-M, because I have the strangest and shortest name of all time, dot com slash clarity. And that is where they can hop on and book a call with me anytime. And the purpose of those calls is really for me to understand them at a deeper level and what's really going on with their career and their life, what's keeping them stuck. And to figure out, you know, maybe if one of our products or services or programs is going to be a good fit to help them get beyond the rut and over the hump. Nice. Um, ah, see now, what she did there? It, <laughs> there you go. So if somebody doesn't have like, say, a computer and they just want to come to your house, what's your home address? <laughs> maybe they could come just knock on the door. And- yeah, no. Uh- <laughs> Use the website. I, no, I'm not allowing people to, to knock on my door anymore because nice. I have two little kittens and they will literally <laughs> run like down the stairs and out into the yep. street. Yep. And, you know, we just we can't have that. So now you also offer up for individuals a master class. You've got your podcast, the nth degree podcast, and you have a YouTube channel, the nth degree TV I do. Yes. And, uh, um, the nth degree TV is, you know, little bite sized lessons. They're, you know, five, six minutes long, some little things about career clarity. Um, The podcast, the Nth Degree podcast is really about getting boots on the ground stories of people who that who have gone through or are going through career transformations to kind of demystify that process for others. And we've got some really incredible conversations on there with people who talk about like how to gracefully exit a job or literally what was the thought process they went through when they were going from one industry to another. And Mm -hmm. I find those conversations really fascinating. Um, But then, yeah, the, the masterclass is awesome. I just redid this. It's a really beautiful 45 minute webinar on the five steps to take your career from stuck to unstoppable. And the place you can go for that is tracytim.com slash webinar. Because <laughs> I like to go. keep things simple. Um, yeah. So, and it's really, really good and really insightful and and not to like to my own horn, but uh, you have enough of these conversations with people, right? And the words that come out and the phrases that come out just repeat and repeat to the point where I had a guy recently reach out to me and say, Hey, I watched your masterclass and I have to talk to you because you articulated things that I haven't even been able to articulate to myself. Right. And they are so true that it's freakish. Um, so I need to talk to you. And, 
you know, it, that's, that's the space that I love is, is career clarity and really getting to be the catalyst for somebody who could have an amazing impact on the world in some, you know, avenue that I don't even know about, or they don't even know about yet. And if I can be just the spark that gets them to put that into action in some way, um, then I've done my job. That's awesome. So if you're listening to this in a car or working out and you don't know everything that she just said, go to the show notes. You'll be able to find everything there and link to Tracy and get a hold of her and talk to her. And uh, if if you still can't accomplish that, give us a call and we'll let you know how to do that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and Brandon's number is 555. Five, five. Yeah, 8675309. Five. Yep. 8675309. <laughs> eight, oh, I love it. I love and it. I had somebody write uh, a song about it. So perfect. You guys are too much fun. I'm so appreciative for this opportunity and and thank you so much. I I get really as you could tell passionate and excited about it and it's just fun to connect with other people who are who are spreading a similar message and and encouraging people to to, to wake up, you know, to be alive and to engage in life in a, in a really active and proactive way. Um, cause this is our one shot, I think Absolutely. as far as we know, you know yeah. what I mean? So, and we were meant to enjoy it. So yeah. that, that's really wonderful what you guys are doing. Thank you so much. If you like everything you heard in this episode, be sure to check out the show notes at beyond the slash one eight one. There you'll find links to Tracy's website, all of her social media outlets, including her Facebook pages and all that good stuff. And be sure to come back next week as we release the next episode, episode 182, and we finish the conversation with Tracy as she shares practical steps on how you can bring clarity to your life, bring clarity to your work, and find yourself back to life in the work you do. So with that said... The best way you can support our show is to share us with a friend, a family member, a coworker, or that neighbor across the street. Until next week, go live life beyond the rut. Take care. Excuse me. She's the one with allergies. Quick, kind of steal her thunder. I lost my voice there for a moment. Uh, (laughs) You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash Cap Show. That's C A P. S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Cap Show team today and join me inside that community.